You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. We've had a lot of draft talk this week. We've looked at the running back prospects. We've looked at the tight ends, and then we turned our attention to my mock draft, the latest one there, examining what all 32 teams could be doing while on the clock over two shows. Well, we're going to end... The week a little bit different here. We will have plenty more draft talk there leading up to the action and then uh, breaking it all down for you once uh, the first rounds of the books on Thursday night next week on April 29th. But there was an interesting thing that popped up here that we're going to look at. And uh, this is from our sponsor here, Bet Online. The over-unders, the win totals there for all 32 teams. So they were just released here just a few days ago on BetOnline uh, before the draft. So some numbers we want to look at and uh, where they might end up at some point here. But yeah, it, it's very interesting. The win totals are something I'm obsessed with. I look at that when I'm uh, finally making my picks. And we'll do that here with the predictions and uh, breaking down the schedule and all that. Uh, May 12th, that's when the NFL is releasing the schedule. They did announce that this week. So later than the draft, usually comes about a week to 10 days before the draft. But all of the logistics they're figuring out here, they took a little extra time, could figure out the matchups. Now they have an extra game here. So all these things that they have to consider. And that's why they took their time uh, with... Uh, coming out with the schedule, so we still have some time to attack those win totals before we know the flow of the season, and that can be a good thing or a bad thing, is that we want to avoid maybe some teams because we don't know how their schedule is going to play out. We know most of their teams that they're going to play here, except for that one intriguing game that's extra on the schedule, so there's that we have to factor as well in uh, their win totals for 2021. So a little bit different. We're doing uh, 17 games here, and uh, that is a big factor in itself. So we'll go through all 32 teams. We'll go in alphabetical order here based on what uh, Betlon line has for their over-unders on each win total. All right, then. Let's uh, dive right into it. We have the Arizona Cardinals. They're at 8.5 here. Uh, they were a team that we targeted last year a lot uh, with our picks. I thought they certainly would move up, and offensively, they competed there. They had eight wins in 2021. Now you got an extra game. You're trying to add a half. So bottom line is, are we going eight and a half where we think they will finish at least a nine and eight? I think the Cardinals are a team on the rise. I think the division will be a little bit better with the 49ers. Being a little healthier this year, they could be a team in for a bit of a slide, but Again, they played pretty well last year. I think they left a little bit on the table. Should continue to improve here offensively and defensively for Cliff Kingsbury. So I think they can get to at least 9-8. and eight. I, I feel pretty confident about that. That They add one more win total with one more game here. So 8.5 is a very tricky number. But I would say the Cardinals have an upward trajectory with Kyler Murray. They're only going to get better offensively here overall. And I think defensively they have uh, some upside 
as they should add a few more playmakers there in the draft as well. So eight and a half for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm leaning towards the over for that for at least a nine and eight record. The Atlanta Falcons number is rather aggressive. It's actually higher than it was last year. Uh, seven wins. Uh, you had uh, eight as last year. They were looking at uh, four wins coming off the season. So you're looking for a three-win improvement, where with Cardinals, you're only looking for one-game improvement. So three wins is a lot. This division is still pretty loaded with the Buccaneers. The Saints are pretty good. I think the Panthers are also pretty good. So I'm looking at them in the five- or six-win range. I don't see a drastic improvement. New coaching staff adjusting to all that. Their defense still needs a rebuild. So with the Atlanta Falcons, I am going with the under from seven. I just don't think they're going to be that much improved from the wins there this season. So tricky that it's not a half number, but I, I think the Atlanta Falcons more, to me, look like a 6-10 team bumping up from 4-12 at best, and they could also have a regression here that you could look at, but yeah. So the first two, rather easy. Take the over on the Cardinals, take the under on the Falcons. Let's look at the Baltimore Ravens. They're the next team on the list here. The Ravens... Uh, they had a win total of 11 to start last year. Guess what they hit last year? 11 wins. So they're right on the money there with Lamar Jackson and that team. They finished as a wild card. That probably came as a surprise where 11-5 we thought was going to win the division. The Steelers ended up winning the division, but the Ravens and Browns behind them win playoff games. So very intriguing. I think I'm going to stay away from this number. It's just too convenient. 11, 11 and a half. They could easily go over that. I think they could easily hit 11 again. It's a very tricky number. So I think with the Ravens, we're going to play the avoid game here with that number. And again, I think this team is a little bit not as good as last year, but they also have some things positively offensively coming off the end of last season. So again, I think I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens finish right at 11. And 11 and a half makes it a little bit more intriguing, but I would uh, try to uh, stay away from the Ravens because I think they're a bit of a wild card uh, no pun intended there, in terms of how high they could finish in the AFC. The Buffalo Bills are over 10.5 is their number, 8.5. So you really cashed in in 2020 because they won 13 games. So that was an excellent, uh, easy number, I would say. This is a little bit more challenging here. The Patriots figure to be a little bit better. The Dolphins are challenging. The Jets also won't be necessarily a pushover. But 10.5 still says that we can get to two wins less for the Bills and still be looking good here. So I still would think they're an 11-win team for sure. I don't think they're a 10-7 uh, team necessarily. So you look at uh, how we look at it. I, I think you look at the Falcons, 6-11 uh, and 11 makes a lot of sense there. And we're bumping up the extra win there. With the Ravens, again, 11 is tricky with that extra game. And that's what you have to kind of figure out with all these. So... With the Bills, you look at uh, that. I think they'll get to 11, especially with the extra game and the two-win difference. So Bills feeling pretty confident about going over on that 10.5. The Carolina Panthers, uh, our next team, they finished to 5-11 last year. Now they're projected to be higher than 7.5. That's their total. So some people think they could go 8-9 and nine this year. So that's a significant improvement for sure. They had six and a half. They've easily finished under that with the five wins. I think the Panthers have an upward trajectory. I think they can at least finish one game under 500 at eight and nine, which is what it would take. So keep that in mind. We, we kind of fell in that trap with the Falcons here. But 
really, it's about do we think this team is going to be much improved with that extra win yeah, as a cushion here? And I think the Panthers certainly can be better. I mean, you're saying that the Falcons will be three wins better even with the extra game. Here, you're only asking for three, and I think the Panthers are a better team in line for improvement than the Falcons here in 2021. So over on the Panthers, under the Falcons in the same division here. Now the Bears projected over under is a 7 and and 10 here. So they finished last year 8 and 8. So now you're looking for a little bit of a drop. Now the Bears are a bit of a wild card. They have a change of quarterback with Andy Dalton. This is a team I'm inclined to avoid here because it's right close to the number. They were expected to win 8 games in 2020. They won 8 games in 2020. I could see them easily going exactly there at the uh, seven and ten this year falling back a little bit in this division so i just want to avoid the bears i think if i was going to lean anywhere i was going to go under on the bears but again it's very tricky because that would say there's an extra game in the mix and they could go six and eleven and uh, make that work but i have a feeling this is going to be a team right on the number i like the number seven and ten so avoid it otherwise you're going i think for the push more than anything else the Cincinnati Bengals certainly have a lot of intrigue. I think they were a little aggressive with their win total last year, five and a half. That was an easy win. They didn't uh, get to six and ten. They got to four and twelve, and a lot of that was Joe Burrow getting hurt. Or that might have changed the factor here. So now you're hoping that they finish seven and ten versus four and twelve. So you're looking for a three win improvement with one extra game for the Bengals. It's tough. This division is pretty tough. I said the Bengals could be right on the six marker at six and eleven. They still have to have Joe Burrow come back from the injury and the rehab. Their defense is rebuilding a little bit. Again, this division is extremely tough with three really top-heavy teams. So, I think they can get to the six, but I'm not uh, feeling so great for them to go to seven. It's uh, too close to call. I think seven is probably their upside. I don't know if they're an eight and nine team in this division. So, I'm going to incline to say that the Bengals are going to get six wins and go with the under with the Bengals. Now let's look at the Cleveland Browns. They've got an aggressive number at number 10, and that makes sense. Uh, so basically we're projecting them to be where they were last year, this time a 10-7 and seven record versus 11-5 and five mark. So a little bit of an adjustment. They opened at 8, so the 10 was an easy, uh, or going to 11 was an easy uh, number last year so easily cleared that by three wins expect some uh, regression in this division being a little tougher 10 makes a lot of sense you get that extra game in there so i think they're going to finish right at 10 which also says makes me avoid the browns here in that number for uh, 2021 our next one is the dallas cowboys nine and a half is the number their opening win total was nine last year we know what happened the injury to dak prescott and they finished six and ten, so they went from nine and seven as projected to six and ten. So that was an easy win once Dak Prescott went down. I think it might have changed. They weren't winning a lot with Prescott in there healthy early in the season, but I think certainly they could have pushed to their old eight and eight stuff here. So nine and a half is the over under. That means uh, to win this, you're expecting them to go ten and seven. That's a pretty big jump, but Dak Prescott is that good enough here to do that? Ten and seven is not bad. I mean. You look at last year, they were projected to go 9-7. and seven. So, again, you would think they might have hit that mark with Dak last year. I think the Cowboys are going to be a little bit improved offensively. With Prescott in there, Kellen Moore, third year of that. Mike McCarthy, better coach, new defensive-minded thing. So, 
I'm going with the Cowboys. I think they'll get the 10 wins to finish at least 10-7. and seven, The over for the Cowboys for 2021 as it stands. Now, the final team we'll take a look at in this first segment is the Denver Broncos. They're at 7.5. Uh, their opening total from uh, 2020 was no, was 8 wins. They only finished with 5, so really underachieved. There was a bit of hype over them. 8-8 eight eight was the projection. 5-11 and 11 was the finish. Now we're figuring out if they can finish at least 8-9 and nine this year. I don't think the Broncos are that good. They're going to have a bit of transition defensively. Offensively, they could have a quarterback turnover. So I don't feel it. The 8-9, I feel they could win 7 games or 6 games here for easily. So I'm going with the under for the Denver Broncos. I just don't think they're an approved team from last year to get there even with the extra game in the fold here. So there's a look at uh, 10 teams. We'll take on 12 more teams there and their win totals in our next segment here. But I do have to tell you that uh, this episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy to her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters of each producing a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. And everyone has had a different uh, favorite here with all the designers. They're all spectacular designers, but you got to check out uh, one of the ones here by Aurora Lopez Mejia. It's amazing way the world love is stamped in the gold. So very special there at this time of year to uh, really knock it out of the park with this gift. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring, she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. We'll be right back here to uh, break down the win totals for the next wave of teams, starting with the Detroit Lions and Green Bay Packers. All right, we'll continue our win total discussion to close the week here in Lockdown Fantasy Football in a moment. We don't want to get you off track here. It's all going to be draft all the time here next week. This year, Lockdown NFL Podcast uh, Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft Live, get insight and analysis from Lockdown local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Lockdown NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft starting next Thursday, April 29th. And finishing next Saturday, May 1st. And we're going to have all kinds of wall-to-wall coverage here for you on Lockdown Fantasy Football. As we've done leading up to the draft here. And uh, that'll be our dominance there. Starting with our news and notes that you uh, need to track there. The rumors leading up to the draft that are going to have a lot of relevance for reality and fantasy football. All right, let's uh, continue looking at the win totals. The Detroit Lions are next, so they're over-under is 5.5, so are they going to finish 6-11 and 11 is what we want to figure out, at least 6-11. and 11. They had an opening total of 6.5 last year. They finished 5-11, and 11. so we're looking for one more win through one more game from the Lions. Jared Goff in there, new changes. Dan Campbell and uh, looking at Anthony Lynn on the offense. Uh, a lot of gutted from this team. Matthew Stafford gone, changing... Scripted wide receiver. Five and a half is uh, really tough. Do I think the Lions are going to be that much better? 
I could see 6 and 11, but I am leaning towards avoiding. There's too many variables with the Detroit Lions. 5, 6, either one is a number here, so I want to avoid. This is a very tricky number, certainly for the Lions, and well done here by Bet Online. Now the Green Bay Packers have an interesting one. Their win total, we thought they might be on the downswing last year. That did not happen. Their total was set at 9.5 for 2020. They finished just fine with 13 wins, so blew that out of the water. So if you went in a different direction than the conventional wisdom of the Packers, you were thoroughly and easily rewarded there with their win total. But now you look at 10.5, so we're hoping for an 11-6 and record. So there were 10 games over 500 last year. We're saying, can they finish five games over 500? I think the answer is yes. I don't think that's even a question here. So the Packers number one to exploit here. Again, maybe they're lulling us in a trap the other way this year, but I think this is an at least 11-win team, even with some regression here with the extra game there. So 11-6. I can see the Packers doing that. feel pretty confident that they'll finish at least there. So avoid the Lions and go over for the Packers. The next... Uh, one that we'll look at here is uh, the Houston Texans. And the Texans are a really hard team to read now because of the Deshaun Watson situation. It's just hard to read if he's going to be available at all. And I think Bet Online has kind of adjusted that. To the four is the number here for the over-under. Last year it was eight and a half. It was pretty bad here overall. They, they were eight and a half, but easily took the under on the... Texans, uh, they adjusted by a little bit for the DeAndre Hopkins trade, but still well under. They finished 4-12, nothing close to 8-8 eight and eight last year or 9-7. So, wow. So we're now we're saying they're going to finish 4-13 after finishing 4-12. and 12. And this might be one to avoid because we don't know the Deshaun Watson situation. I think he can help them improve if he's on the field and everything's cleared, but that's a lot of ifs. They don't have a lot of improvement here. The free agency in the draft. So I want to avoid it because I think there can be a certain repeat with this. And again, it's that full number at four. I'm not really feeling comfortable with, with the Houston Texans here in 2021. The Indianapolis Colts have nine and a half as their total. So projection of 10 and seven will do the trick. Last year, the Colts exceeded expectations. The winning bet good enough would have been eight and eight. They finished 11 and five. So even with some regression here, you're looking at 11 and 5, six games over. 10 and 7 is three games over. The Colts, Carson Wentz, I have, I have pretty good confidence there. So I'm leaning to go over and get those 10 wins, 10 and 7 there. So that's intriguing because 11 and 5 last year, six games over, 10 and 7 would be three. That's your adjustment for one win regression. So very interesting if you look at it that way. So I'm going to say over for the Colts over the nine. I think they get to 10 and 7 at least here in 2021 based on the current state of their affairs the jaguars they were uh, six and a half was a total we know that didn't work out they finished one and 15 so they're projected to go seven and nine they went one and 15 that was another easy victory if you went over, under on the jaguars last year major easy victory so now pretty aggressive number six so projecting them to finish six and eleven so you're looking at a five win improvement here 6 and 11 uh, that would be five games under 500 versus uh, a solid 14 game so that's major improvement i'm going to go under with the jaguars look i like maybe what urban meyer is going to do here but i see them more as a 5 and 12 or 4 and 13 team i mean you have to give them credit that they can improve by three wins four wins but i don't see it by five wins that's a major jump here trevor lawrence is pretty good but the jaguars have a lot of other issues 
And again, this division is pretty tough. I think they'll steal some wins there from the Texans, but it's not like there are a lot of wins the Texans have to give here. And I still think the Colts and Titans are going to be pretty two strong teams at the top here. So, again, I'm going to go under that to six wins for the, the Jaguars. I think they'll finish again 4-13 and or 5-12 and coming off that record from last year. The Kansas City Chiefs here are having a huge number, 12 and a half. They finished with 14, so 14 and 2 last year was the record. Their total was uh, well surpassed, they were 11 and a half. So now we're going for a 13 and 4 record. So that's a lot of number here, but I don't see the Broncos being that much better. I think the Raiders maybe overachieved a little bit last year. The Chargers could however be a little bit better. So I feel like the Chiefs are going to be in the wheelhouse with Patrick Mahomes for the same number. Again, 14-2, and two, uh, dropping to 13-4 and four at the very worst. I think four losses is fair for the Chiefs. I'm going to look at it from a loss perspective. I'm going with the over for the Chiefs. So I think they'll get it done, go at least 13-4, uh, and four and finish over 12.5 this year. I mean, four is a lot. That's still doubling their loss total from uh, 2020. The Las Vegas Raiders are at 7.5. Uh, their opening win total from 2020 was uh, pretty similar here at Ben Online at number 7. They finished with 8. So they just sneaked with the over. I think the Raiders are kind of that middling team, still very much in the mediocrity there. I think they're about the same team. I think they overachieved a little bit last year, but they still had a pretty tough schedule. So, so this is about can they go 8-9 and nine after finishing 8-8. Eight and eight? I think they can. Certainly, I don't know if they're a big improvement here, but... They also could uh, see some bump up if they make some defensive improvements and their offense goes in the right direction here. So uh, I think they'll get a little bit more proof. So either way, I like the Raiders to finish with at least eight wins and eight and nine here following eight and eight from 2020. The LA Chargers, I told you uh, this is a team that I think is up and coming and that's why we had to adjust the Chiefs total. They've owned the Chargers here quite a bit. So that could be one of their extra losses here that we push their loss total to four. LA Chargers 7.5 was last year. They finished with 7. So, again, we didn't expect Justin Herbert to play right away, and it was tough because we thought it was certainly going to be at 8-8, eight and eight, but they finished with 7-9. So that was a tough loss and a number to decipher either way. So now we're basically looking at over under 9. I think we can get the push at 9-8 and eight at the very least here. So that tells me to be aggressive. I think this could be an 11-16 or at least a 10-7 and seven team. So I'm going to go over with the Chargers. I think Justin Herbert... Special quarterback, he's going to take another step here in year two. Brandon Staley is going to really help that defense play a little bit better. Maybe get Derwin James back and be a little healthier on that side of the ball. So definitely like the Chargers going over that nine, at least pushing where I don't think you're going to lose on the Chargers, and that's worth it here. There, uh, But, yeah, I would say over right now with the Chargers there in uh, twenty. 21. The next team we look at is the Los Angeles Rams. And uh, with the Rams, uh, I think you look at uh, their total is 10. This one is very tough to navigate. They finished exactly 10 and 6 last year. Their number was 8.5. So they did have a nice bounce back year. They went from 9 and 7, but barely got it down to 10 and 6 here. Over under 10. This one is tough. I think I'm going to avoid the Rams. I just don't know what I'm going to get. They did get gutted loose Staley. They're they having quarterback change with Matthew Stafford. I think conventional wisdom might say jump on the over, but I want to avoid here. Same reason with Detroit with all the changes. Uh, just not enough that I'm going to trust here with Sean McVay's team because I could easily see them 
finishing exactly at 10 and 7 and if they're not going to do that 9 and 8 certainly can be in the card so uh, I think this has a wide range of outcomes for the Rams I'm going to avoid that team here the Miami Dolphins they finished 10 and 6 last year their number was very low and they really exceeded that 5.5 so they easily won last year 9.5 makes it more challenging now you're looking for can they follow 10 and 6 with 10 and 7 I mean they overachieved a little bit with the schedule last year but I think it's good coaching and all that so I think yeah they can get to ten wins with one more lo- with uh, one more loss easily here. So I like the Dolphins over the win total. I think they have a lot of upside. Good coaching staff and Tua Tagovailoa will take a jump here in year two. The Minnesota Vikings. This might be a team I'm going to avoid. Eight and a half is their total. Nine and a half was their total from last year. They finished with seven, so significantly lower. Instead of pushing for ten and six, they ended up at seven and nine here. You're wondering if they can go nine and eight, and it's just really tricky when you're navigating around the 500 mark, seven and nine to go to nine and eight. It's just uh, all over the place here with the Vikings. Uh, I think they have some uh, defensive issues that they still have to uh, overcome here. Pretty good offensive team, so I'm telling I want to avoid because I could see nine and eight easily on this team, but I could also see the other way where they go eight and nine and <laughs> you lose this one. So. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere near the Vikings here at 8.5. I think it's a pretty good number to put up there by bet online. The final team we'll look at in uh, this segment here, and it's an important team, is the New England Patriots. And uh, 9.5. So last year they actually finished 7-9, and nine, which is surprising with all the offensive issues they had. They were actually started at 10.5 last year, but then they actually lost two wins with Tom Brady. So, so they were projected to maybe go 9-7. and seven. They ended up at 7-9, and nine, so even worse. So now... Can they go 10-7? and seven? I think they are capable of doing that with Bill Belichick. A lot of reinforcements. Their younger defensive players are going to get better, invested a lot offensively. So I, I think it's at least a 10-7 win. I'm pretty confident, or 10-7 team. I'm pretty confident about that. So going with the over with the Patriots, I don't see them finishing below 500 for a second straight year. And I think they'll exceed 9-8 and eight here for 2021. Yeah, it's hard to get used to these 17-win game totals, and that's uh, what you have to navigate through. So that's why I wanted to take a look at it, and we'll do that in our final segment. Ten more teams to look at there, the Saints all the way through uh, the Washington football team. We'll do that for our segment. But I do actually remind you about Bilt Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. The improved Bilt Bar is even deliciouser now. With six new flavors, caramel, brownie, cookies and cream, cherry bar, sea, lemon, almond, cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. That goes along with 12 classic original flavors. Coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, coconut, and peanut butter brownie. If those all sound like desserts to you, they are in the form of a delicious, healthy protein bar. Bars that you get from Bill Bar covered in 100% chocolate. They're all soft and easy to chew. Whether you like the crunch or the puff or the traditional bar, mix pack, you'll want to get all the flavors. Try as many as you can because they're all going to be dessert, give you a little bit of variety, and uh, they're all so delicious. And Bilt Bar is also great because it's health-conscious uh, reward here for you. Uh, workout before or after just gets you through the day. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. All the bars you get from Bilt Bar, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for anyone on a keto diet. Just take their Cherry Bar. See a fun flavor name there, and uh, just as good, it delivers with the taste and the health, 17 grams protein, 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs. Really, I've tried all the Built Bars. I love them all. And getting mixed back is the best way because you can try all of them. And if you're getting a first mixed back or you're getting another one, 
All you have to do is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D, all caps, the number 15. You'll get 15% off your next order. All you have to do is use the promo code LOCK15, they're all caps, for 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Well, we've been using the uh, over-under totals set by BetOnline. And BetOnline, why we do that? Because BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is over, at least the action on the field. you got these over-unders and all that action you can look at. Futures for next year. But we know the seasons in the NBA, MLB, and NHL full swing. Playoffs just around the corner in basketball and hockey. BetOnline uh, even covers awards like uh, this weekend's Academy Awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time update odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up at the website, or you can do it on your mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is enter the promo code LOCKEDON. And yeah, that's a pretty good perk there. 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. Just go to BetOnline. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We'll be right back here to... uh, Break down the final 10 early win totals set by BetOnline here for NFL teams in 2021. All right, let's continue with our win total uh, preview special here, pre-draft edition there with BetOnline numbers there. Today through the 26th here on the Locked On Network, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin. Jason LaConfora and Brian Baldinger are local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your home for all the sports podcasts, music, and news that matter to you here. So check it out here. I'll do a search Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app there. Odyssey is A-U-D-A-C-Y. Check that out, Odyssey again, A-U-D-A-C-Y, the ultimate Bach Draft 2021. It is spectacular to listen to on the network. All right, let's close the show. A little bit of a draft deviation, but still sticking with the offseason theme here. The New Orleans Saints is our next team to break down their over-under, 8.5. So we're hoping that they finish at least 9-8. and eight. Their total last year was 12-4. and four. So, yeah, so pretty drop-off here when you look at the four wins and part of it is the quarterback uncertainty so yeah with the quarterback uncertainty I want to stay away I think nine and eight seems like a logical place for them really you know what we're going to go with the Saints at nine and eight I think they can get it done they've got other things going for them I know uh, they lost a little bit in free agency but nine and eight is still four loss drop off for the Saints and I, I think they'll be right in the range of being there so I think nine and eight we can at least squeeze that out of the Saints so I'm going with the over here. I'm thinking more to avoid, but again, I don't see them finishing in that 8-9 range with Sean Payton. I think they can get it done with James Winston, quarterback-friendly system with him and uh, Taysom Hill. The Giants are an intriguing team. They're over-under total set at 7, seven wins, so 7-10 and 10 is their projection. Last year, their projection was 7-9. and nine. They finished at 6-10, and 10. so ooh, very tough team, but I think the Giants are going to be much improved here. I think you look at their offense, you get Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley returning. They could upgrade the offensive line. I think their defense is going the right direction. I think they're a sleeper, a sleeper, to win the NFC East and really do that here in the second year of Joe Judge, especially if Daniel Jones' light comes on with all the supporting cast. So 
I like the Giants at least finishing 8-9. and nine. I'm pretty confident about that. So the Giants, one of the better bets on the entire board here to get more than seven wins in 2021. Now the Jets are a little bit of a trap. Their projection is 6, 6-11. Six they were last year projected to be around 7-9. and 6.5 was the over-under. They finished, of course, 2-14. and 14, So well under that projection. Now we're going to say, so they finished 2-14. and 14. Now we're saying they're, they're going to have... An improvement here of three losses. And that seems pretty reasonable for the Jets, but I think it's a number where that could be right on the number. And I don't feel real confident about the seven win mark, seven and ten. I don't feel real confident either about uh, going to uh, five and twelve here. So again, I'm going to avoid the Jets here. I think more so. Well, go over on the Saints, go over on the Giants, but I would like to avoid the Jets if possible here on the over-under. The Philadelphia Eagles are an intriguing team. I think they're a sleeper to win the division as well. They're over under six and a half, so we're just looking for them to finish uh, seven and ten here. And they finished four and twelve last year. That was a lot of things happening last year. They really underachieved. They were projected to go ten and six. So somewhere in between, you look at those numbers, it would make a lot of sense. They were not as good as they were last year, but they're not as bad as they were last year either. Uh, with their so between the expectations and the reality, somewhere in the middle, that would say right smack dab in the middle is 7-10. and 10. I think that's certainly doable here for the Eagles, if not 8-9 and nine for them in this division. I think this, overall this division is going to get a little bit better there and be more productive and victorious. I like Nick Sirianni as a hire as a rookie coach as well. They, remember, the NFC East also had a brutal schedule outside the division, and that's not the case this year in 2021. And we still have one more to talk about. We'll look at Washington, the division champs, uh, last year last year on the show. So look at the, the Steelers. Eight and a half is their total. Nine was their projection there, nine and seven. They finished 12 and four. So now we're looking at nine and eight. I think the Steelers have a little bit of regression. The, the Browns are a little solid here. The Ravens, I think they're one of those teams that are a better bet to win the division. The Bengals improve a little bit more. But do I really think the Steelers are going to drop all the way to 8-9 and nine with their defense? Uh, they were still, remember, 8-8 eight and eight with a boatload of offensive issues because of their defensive baseline. So I'm, I'm going to lean towards the Steelers being over here. Look, I don't think they're going to finish 12-4, and four, but 9-8, and eight, I mean, a three-win differential, a four-loss differential, I think that's certainly doable here, even if they have a regression here with Ben Roethlisberger struggling. The 49ers are up next. They're at 10.5. That's aggressive. That's exactly what their number was last year with, before all the injuries. Of course, struggled and finished 6-10. and 10. So we're hoping that they can finish 11-6 and six here this year. So, yeah, that's pretty aggressive. But if the 49ers are returning all their players at health, I think the biggest thing is do we trust their quarterback situation? But I also don't see a 9-8 and eight team if most people are healthy or even a 10-7 and seven team. So... 11-6 and six I think is rather reasonable, so I'm going to lean slightly more to the 49ers over that win total here to rebound, because I would have gone over if they were healthy last year and uh, been disappointed with that, but I, I think it's hard to have all those injuries that they had last year. And again, I think they're pretty well coached too, so that's going to help them overcome some stuff. Staying in the division with the Seattle Seahawks, their total last year was 9. They finished 12-4, and four, overachieved again with Russell Wilson, but we know there's some Stuff going on there, but now we're just looking for can we get 10 and 7? Remember, Russell Wilson has never had a losing season as the starting quarterback despite all the drama there. So now you're just asking him to be three games over versus eight games over. I'm going to take the over with the Seahawks. I think this division is still pretty good. 
I think I can get 10 out of the Seahawks, 11 out of the 49ers easily in this, in this spot. So that's where I would lean right now. And again, we'll revisit all this once we have the draft and the, and the schedule's out totally. But uh, this is how you want to attack it before all that goes down if you're interested in these uh, win totals there at Bet Online. The Buccaneers have 12. Uh, they finished 11 and 5 last year. So now we're asking them to finish 12 and 5. Do one game better. They were very modest with their totals last year. I think I would have blown the doors off this because I had the Buccaneers easily getting to a 10 or 11 wins last year, which they did. Even as a wild card there beyond the Saints, that's exactly what happened. They overachieved and uh, won the Super Bowl as well. So 7.5 and 9.5 and was their opening total. So it actually was uh, pretty aggressive, that 9.5, and, and they still cleared that pretty well here with the 11. So... Buccaneers can be one game better. Yeah, I think so. The Falcons might take a little few more lumps. The Panthers might be a little bit better, but the Saints could be a little bit worse. So I like the Buccaneers certainly winning the division with at least a 12-5 and five record. So, yeah, can you get 13-4 and four out of them? I think there's a possibility they're even better than that. So I'm going to go with the over there with the 12, and I think it's sneaky. If they'd said 11.5, I would feel like stone-cold lock on this one. I still feel rather comfortable thinking that they can go at least 13-4 and four here in their follow-up season as a better team overall, I think, than they were a year ago. The Titans, 9.5 is their uh, total. They were set at 8.5 last year. They finished with 11 wins. So now we're asking, can they finish 10-7? and seven? Oh, it's just on the borderline here. I think I want to avoid, because I think there could be a 9-8 and eight team that makes the AFC playoffs. And again, 9-8 and eight could be there, I think. I think it's really hard because between 9, 8, and 10, 7, I think it's a really good total set for the Titans. They might have some regression here. Again, I can't determine which of those they're going to go with. I think they'll have some regression from the 11 wins they lost plenty offensively. So don't see them being 11 and 5, but uh, certainly 10, 7 is a possibility as well as 9 and 8. And either could get them as a wild card in behind the Colts. So again, uh, yeah, I'm going to avoid that with the Titans. The Washington football team here, they were opening at 5.5. They finished with 7. They won the division last year. So the projection was 6-10. and 10, So pretty close to the number. They were 7-9. and nine. So it was a dreaded 8.5 here for the Washington football team. So we're saying 9-8 and eight or 8-9. and nine. I actually think they're going to be better than that. But again, this division is going to be a little bit better with the other teams here overall. Yeah, it's a tough one. I think I'm going to avoid Washington here. Eight and a half is just too tricky here. Again, these middle numbers are hard to navigate here. Under uh, nine for sure and uh, over seven. So, yes, seven and nine to now what we're expecting to be nine and eight. That's just too close of a call here if we're going to go that direction because they could easily also be improved and be eight and nine and uh, fall short of this uh, total as well. So, and Titans, Washington, two teams that we end on to avoid in 2021. There you have it. There's your win total special here to close the week. A good way to close the week. A little fun chatter here. Get to all 32 teams and kind of project how they kind of stand uh, heading into the draft. So uh, good stuff here all around uh, to uh, check out. And that's from our friends at Bet Online. It's a good place to check out. Uh, we told you it is the best place to uh, place your odds and uh, check all the latest news and all that, including the latest betting information. That's what they're going to provide you at Bet Online. Uh, we want to do a special with that because win total is always a popular subject this time of year. A little bit extra time with the schedules officially coming out May 12th. 
Thanks so much for listening to this show and the, the week of Lockdown Fantasy Football. Draft week, it's finally here next week. So all draft talk, we'll have some pre, look at the news, notes, and rumors early in the week. We'll get into uh, maybe some final mock draft thoughts there as we get closer. And then we'll definitely end the week with a breakdown of the first round, everything you need to know from a fantasy football reaction standpoint there will be in the books there for you. So leading into a big, big week. So looking forward to that here on the network. Thanks again so much for listening. This has been Vinny Iyer for Lockdown Fantasy Football. Have a great weekend. See you on Monday.